Welcome back to the FCS Football Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, your best source for FCS football content out there, and also the most entertaining show. And today, we have two wonderful guests that are going to be the beginning of a series of off-season guests that give you different, various perspectives from a, a very wide range of sources that we're going to be hitting from. But on today's show... We have Adam Tanowski from Hammer Kicking, who is an expert in kicking, giving us some insight on draft prospects. And then we wrap it up with hearing from Aiden O'Neill, who is a very talented kicker from Towson University. Sean and I were exposed to him very early on as, as freshmen, and, and now he's going to very likely have an opportunity to compete in the NFL training camp or a mini camp as well. But <laughs> Sean, uh, Sean, Sean wasn't as willing to talk to him as I was. <laughs> it's not that I wasn't willing. It's just not every day that you have the opportunity to have your arch nemesis on the show. The first, the person, your arch nemesis. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just it's, it's a little hyperbole. But for the first person to really break your heart in college football, it was Aiden O'Neill, and that is, uh, you can say whatever you want about that freshman year. Uh, we had what two wins, and then yeah, two or three. Two, it was, it was two. two, yeah. And then you know we had the JMU blowout, which was that wasn't as much of a heartbreaker. It was just. I just don't know what's going on. But Aiden O'Neill's kick against us has stuck with me, and I remember exactly where I was on the field. I remember exactly how I was feeling, and I just – it all just comes back to you, doesn't it, Joe, when you just think <laughs> about that and you watch it and you see the ball just floating through the air. It's going. Looks like it's going to be missed, and it doesn't miss, and you're just like, ah. Oh. Okay, this is heartbreak because in high school football, we didn't have many heartbreakers. My team wasn't that good. We normally lost by 20 or 30 points. So college, I was ready for a, a new start where at least if we're going to lose, we're going to make it real competitive. Last game of the season, Towson, that's fine. We're going to go. We still have heart playing in this game, and it just gets ripped out of you. And Aiden O'Neill takes his cleat, and he just stomps your heart into the ground. <laughs> and the other thing, too, with high school is that you're not facing kickers that have that kind of a leg. And on top of that, again, he was a he was a freshman when he hit that field goal against us, a true freshman when he yeah, hit that um, amazing kick. I mean, I had watched him at camps. I've been at camps with Aiden before, so I, I witnessed him do that stuff, and I never really thought much of it. But the fact that it all culminated with him, like you said, just stabbing you and twisting the knife because <laughs> he recants it, and, and we're going to get to hear from him at the very end of the show, but he recants the fact that when he originally kicked the first time, there was a false start called at 50 yards. He makes it with another 10 to 15 yards to like of room on the back of the uh, the uprights. Has to re-kick it from 55 and hits it with just as much room at the back end of the uh, the uprights. But I mean, all of that pretty much sums up how talented of a kicker Aiden was right off the bat as a freshman and. He is really going to yeah. be ta talented and, and, and get an absolute legitimate shot to either play in the NFL or the XFL. We all knew that he was going to be special. Like there was just a feeling that you, that when you just watched it, we knew he was going to make the second one. Like there wasn't any real doubt, which was just, it doesn't happen like that with kickers. And you just feel a presence on the field, like, like a Justin Tucker-esque presence that 
he's just going to make it. You know, he's not, he's just going to go through. And it's, it's, I'm very excited to hear from him. And it's awesome that I, you know, I actually know Aiden and also that we got to talk with him. So you get to understand what he's like as a person. But this first conversation that we have have coming up from Adam Tanowski is intentionally done because this year's specialist class is very, very talented, especially coming from the FCS level. You've got guys like Alex Peachin, who very well could get drafted from Bucknell. And Adam talks about him and brings him up. And his level of expertise as a coach allows a different perspective on the really talented group of FCS guys that are going to be coming out. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you about our very good friends at my bookie and we have the final event of the NFL season coming up after two very very interesting championship games in the AFC and the NFC one last shot for you to bet and you should head on over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality if you have any thoughts on if it's going to be the Chiefs or the 49ers make sure you put some money down and make your picks or there's plenty of prop bets as well if you'd like to have some more fun with the Super Bowl, my bookie is one of the most trusted sports books in the sports betting industry. And if you're interested in betting on other sports, there are tons of other opportunities for you to bet from the NBA to the Premier League. My bookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and very helpful 24 7 customer service. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. So that means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash for my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. Up first on today's show is Adam Tanowski, who is the lead instructor and founder of Hammer Kicking, which is the best kicking camp in the country in terms of instruction and coaching and also providing amazing opportunities for high school athletes to continue their playing careers at the next level. Adam is an expert when it comes to technique and fundamentals of being a specialist kicker, punter, long snapper. And it does help that he works with a number of big FCS clients, but also is very familiar with a lot of the guys that he does not work with, spending a lot of time observing and seeing what they do. Adam, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thanks, Joe. Joe, we're glad to be here, man. Obviously, uh, you do a great job on your podcast. I'm a great snapper for the last four years at Rhode Island. <laughs> uh, thanks, Adam. So Adam's a, a former FBS kicker at Buffalo and right now you're actually in Orlando getting ready for the elite camp, which is, I would say, one of the largest collections of specialists competing in the country at a, you know, a group at a given time. Uh, you, you know, what's the, the whole plan and the whole uh, experience like with the elite camp? So we're actually uh, last two years, we've split it up to a college and a high school session. Uh, this year we have one hundred and thirty four uh, FBS and FCS starters coming down for the college session. And uh, we have one hundred and fifty uh, high school kids coming down, uh, including an early high school group that probably includes 30 of the top 35 kids in the class of 21 and 22. So busy four days down here in Orlando. Uh, it sounds like a lot of kids that you are going to be working with over the next uh, week or so. So it should be a fun experience. But getting right into the FCS conversation, the reason why we're having Adam on today is to talk about a group that not so many people are familiar with, which is specialists, kickers, punters, long snappers, don't get a ton of glory at times, but still have a talented group at the FCS level and a number of guys that also could be playing in the NFL. 
So the All-American teams were released, and every list was very different. There were a lot of names that were very, very different amongst them. That being said, though, stats aside, who do you really think right now are, are some of the best kickers and punters at the FCS level? Okay, at the FCS level, um, you know, listen, Aiden O'Neill, most accomplished kicker in FCS history. Kid is a definite NFL prospect from Towson. A um, little bit of a rough go this year where people see him as 11 for 18, you know, but missing from 60, missing from 55, missing from 52, a 47 off the right upright, you know, uh, at Florida and two blocks. So, you know, six of those seven misses are kicks that are a difficult ball. I mean, obviously Chase Vinatieri uh, at South Dakota State, one of the strongest legs in the entire country. Uh, Trey Tuttle at uh, Weber State, um, one of the best kickers out West, hands down. Um, I think that, uh, you know, what's Ethan, what is his name? Racky, I believe, from James Madison. That's correct, yep. uh, Yeah, Ethan is a fantastic kicker. Um, I think the kid at URI, I think CJ Carrick. <laughs> had, uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I think that we could agree that he, yep. a little bit of a rob on the, FC, on the CAA teams this year with his oh, season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, super, super talent. And then two very obscure punters. Uh, number one, Chris Fadul from FAMU, kids an NFL punter. Can't wait to see him play on Sundays. Uh, we're going to start working with him this year. We obviously are working with Yahida Ali, who is an unbelievable FCS client um, from FAMU. Um, Chris Fadul and uh, Alex Peachin has, you know, real chance to be drafted from what we've heard. And, uh, I, you know, I think Shane McDonough in terms of, you know, 43-8 with a, you know, gave up. If you take out the one return from James Madison on a rollout, uh, he gave up 13 return yards the entire year, 26 fair catches, uh, 25 balls inside the 20. Shane McDonough, he's an NFL punter at Towson. Towson keeps uh, rolling out those specialists. So it's a good thing he brought up Shane, who, honestly, I was a bit surprised that he didn't receive any All-American honors because of the numbers that he put up during the year and how consistent he was. Uh, I don't think he had a single game where he was under 40 yards in punt average. Were, were you a little bit surprised, too, that he – was well, the name to the list? That. So, Joe, you know that there is a lot of uh, people who don't know about specialists. Yep. Shane McDonough um, didn't qualify to be on any statistic list by one punt. So if you were searching statistics, you would not find Shane McDonough's name. It's interesting that you brought that up because when I was putting some notes together, I was looking for Shane, couldn't find him. I didn't know he was off by one punt. So do you think that kind of played into why he wasn't uh, I think added? That people, I think people did not know who he was because of that. You know, and you look at Shane, he would have been number seven nationally in punt average. He would have been number one in fair catches in the country. He would have been number three in touchback percentage. And he also led the CAA in kickoff touchbacks, which no one knows about. You know, he also led the entire CAA in kickoff touchbacks, number two in the country in FCS behind Grayson Atkins, who is an NFL draft pick next year from Furman. Well, I, I guess he could blame Tom Flacco for that, who's their quarterback, <laughs> for <laughs> not getting him enough punt opportunities. Uh, I, I got you. <laughs> you know, listen, they're, they're a high-powered offense. Yeah. He's just happy to be there, man. He, you know, people don't know he left the scholarship at Marshall because he would have had to sit one more year to take a scholarship at Towson, and he is uh, Shane, Shane's a great punter. 
So Towson's one of the schools that you have a full trio there of guys that were hammer kicking, kicking trained. So you have Conrad break the long snapper. You had Aiden O'Neill, who was the kicker there, and then Shane McDonough, who is going to be returning, who is the punter. Is it kind of your goal that when you're helping these kicking prospects and these punting prospects with recruiting and, and help finding that right fit for them, is it kind of your goal to pair up a group of guys that you think work well together? Well, we would love to have our guys, obviously, wherever we can place them together. Um, you look at people coming in, you know, obviously, Joe, you're, you're graduating. You know, you look at Trevor Brake, probably now going to join Davey and CJ at Rhode Island will be a full HKA trio. Um, you know, we will have a duo at James Madison next year with Aaron taking over as a starting snapper. And it just kind of works out sometimes that way because, you know, you see a coach that has a trust in you. And they asked for you guys. And I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of how it comes down. I mean, we got the full trio. We, after, you know, this year, we'll have a full trio back at Albany. And, uh, you know, uh, we expect probably to have the snapper commit to Stony Brook. So, you know, you look at coaches like, you know, Coach Flem at Rhode Island or, you know, uh, you know, Coach Trick and then over to Coach Johnson at Towson, you know, people who trust us in our program. And uh, so, you know, Sometimes it works out that way where you do get a trio of kids all going together. Gotcha. So the last thing that we were a little bit interested in knowing about is the draft prospects coming from the FCS. You brought up Alex Petchin, who is a very good shot that he actually gets drafted. He's playing in the East-West Shrine game. But are there some other names that other people might not know about? You, you touched on a bunch yeah. of them. Okay, here. Let's, uh, let's go through them. So, you know, we have uh, – you know, I have 10 – uh, we run pre-draft and we have 10 guys with us, uh, four of Mel Kuyper's top five, all FBS guys. Uh, Aiden O'Neill will be in an NFL training camp. You look at someone like Chase Vinatieri, undoubted leg strength, 57-yard field goal, absolute stud of a kickoff. Uh, kickoff, will same thing with Aiden, he'll have to show he can kick off. But, um, you know, another kid who has a real opportunity to be at that level. Um Obviously, Alex Peachin, um, you know, we 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 looked at Alex Peachin for a couple agencies. Um, he's about four, four, four in game to four, four, one in game hang time. I think people are going to ask to see some more hang time from him. But if he can show that and show his directional skills, he's definitely a draftable prospect. Hands down where you look at someone here just in comparison to a sophomore, you know, Shane averaged, you know, four, six, eight in games. But, you know, Peachin does play in some pretty open fields where the CAA has a little bit more stadiums than the Patriot league. Um, another kid who is uh, on the radar is Yahida Ali from FAMU. Um, huge leg, obviously part of a major special teams unit down there. Um, Yahida Ali is a sleeper to get into a rookie mini camp and win his spot into training camp. Real strong leg, uh, 250 yard field goals this year. First time happened in the, what is that the MIAC right or the SWAC? Um, in the last seven years, he's got some real talent. All right. Well, thank you for uh, taking the time to talk with us and give us all those wonderful names. The FCS has produced a number of pretty talented specialists that have gone on to start in the NFL. So really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and uh, give the full scoop on the special teams guys coming out of the Absolutely. FCS. 
Absolutely, Joe and Joe. I actually don't know the name, but the one person that people have been bringing up, whoever the snapper is at Jacksonville State, people think he's an NFL snapper. Uh, Josh Brady is the guy. There you go. Josh, yep. they, they, <laughs> think he, they think he is. They think he is an NFL snapper. Big body, great snapper, four-year starter. All right. Uh, thanks, Adam, and have a good time at the camp. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks. And now we're being joined by one of the best kickers in the FCS, Aiden O'Neill, who broke tons of records in his time at Towson. And as you might notice, it's only me talking to Aiden. Sean, our co-host, was not willing to forgive Aiden for hitting that game-winning field goal against us our freshman year. Man, I, I don't know how you, you hit that kick against us. That was such a huge kick, and it was I believe it was past 50 or so yards. Man, I, how did you manage to hit that as a true freshman? Oh, uh, geez. Um, well, coming in, coming <laughs> into that game, um, we had a pretty solid season kicking the football, and uh, it was just like any other game. Uh, preparation was done way before the game, and um, coming down to that last kick, we had been like, three for three already that game. Um, it's a 50-yard kick at first, or a little false start, and I didn't even hit my A ball, and it somehow went in. And uh, we moved back to 55 after the false start. And uh, I just hit an A-ball there. Got a good, good contact on the band. But it was a fun end of the game. We were in, in those senior season. I remember when you hit the first one and then the false start was called. Were you, like, w- worried and and freaking out a little bit because you're like, oh, great, now I have a, a whole other five yards I have to hit? <laughs> no, I think in the moment I really, I mean, I, I hit the ball straight. Um yeah, but I didn't get the full piece of it, and I knew, like, damn, if I cleared, I'm fine going back five yards. I go back ten yards and die. Yeah, well, as soon as we saw you hit that first one, we we knew you were definitely going to hit that hit that next one. But in your time <laughs> at, at at Towson, you know, you hit a number of amazing kicks that really impacted your seasons, and and you had such a a great career. What was your mentality and your thought process when you approach the football and you're and you're going up to to hit a kick? How do you stay composed and and prepared for those situations? Geez, I mean that's us all done in training camp and in practice Monday from Thursday. Um, that's really where you take care of all that stuff. And when you step on the field, it's just trusting the guys in front of you. You're holding your snapper. You're always going to have trust in them. Um, and it's really just blacking out and surrendering surrendering yourself to the moment and. Uh, it's all about just that space between your two ears, you know? So you've had a pretty good relationship with your snapper, and you've known him for a decent amount of time from working with Hammer Kick. And does, does having that kind of relationship with all of the guys involved with the operation really help you out? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, having, having played college football with one of my best friends who, you know, I wanted to go transfer to his high school. Having the with him has been fantastic. Um, even being thrown in as a freshman to – a snapper who I didn't know and a holder who I didn't know, um, they were unbelievable. Uh, you, you sync with those guys pretty quick. I mean, don't teach a couple of practices to learn everybody's tendencies, and uh, at that level, there's nobody's back. So you're pretty blessed. <laughs> Towards the end of your career, again, you still you had such a, an amazing career, and you did very, very well. And you and I both know Adam, and Adam was always saying, you know, Aiden's going to get to that next level. But besides hearing it from Adam, when did you kind of realize to yourself, hey, this is, uh, you know, an opportunity that I could really fulfill and, and reach? Geez, I don't know. I mean, it was always a goal in high school to go earn a scholarship and play in college. And once that happened, it was kind of a goal to, you know, be the best teammate to my, to my team. 
Um, from that point on, you just take it kick by kick every day. And all of a sudden, you get accolades and stuff. And become an All-American my freshman year. Uh, once it happened again my junior year, um, people sort of talk about that kind of thing. But it's really just taking it kick by kick. And those goals are in the back of your mind, but you don't let them get to the front of your mind. The front of your mind is always the next kick. And those are... Uh, each kick is just a stepping stone to that to that long-term goal. So before I, we started recording, you were telling me how you're in Buffalo right now and it's it's really cold out there. Tell us about what you're you're doing right now for your your pre-draft training and, and what that whole process is. What is, what are you doing up in Buffalo? So I'm kicking with Adam Krasky with the Hammer Kicking Academy, who you're familiar with, and yep. uh, he works out of Buffalo, New York. We kicked up in Orchard Park, uh, the Adpro Center. And we train at the STA facilities in uh, Elma, New York. So everything's a you know 20-minute city in Buffalo, so we can get everywhere in about 20 minutes. Um, we got a group of guys living together, doing a little pre-draft training, and we are living, eating, and breathing football. <laughs> so from what I understand, it's strictly a group of specialists, and not every specialist has that opportunity. Sometimes they'll go train elsewhere. Uh, it's very rare to have a, a full group of specialists. Is, is having that ability to compete with one guys that you know and also with other guys that are, are trying to reach that level, does having that opportunity to kick next to them every single day, is that really helping you? Oh, 100%. I mean, it's nice to be around uh, other kickers, other specialists, and coaching knows what he's talking about um, as far as kicking the football, uh, field goal form, the mental game for a kicker, being a kicker on the field. Um, to be around somebody who's a, little, a freaking lizard with kicking is, <laughs> um, I mean, once I got introduced to Adam, my kicking game changed. Um, so just being around that is something you don't get to have during the season. Um, it's very special to be able to these guys and get a work in and be competitive. Guys at every single position group during this pre-draft training process have, I would say, at least one thing that they need to work on, whether, you know, maybe it's an offensive lineman needing to put on some more weight, uh, you know, receiver trying to improve their 40 time. So that helps their draft stock for, for you. What do you think that one thing that you're really focusing on honing in on? So when those tryouts and those mini camp opportunities come that, that you're hitting the ground running. Uh, well, for me, I didn't kick off much in college. So having the opportunity to come back and do that, um, is what I'm really focusing on right now. And um, I'm trying to get that ball to go out back to kick zone. I know guys like the Indians doing good hang time and all, and I'm good with that, but I want to be able to do both. I want to be able to put out the back if I need to. So I'm working on that. And uh, field goal stuff's all wrong as always. So just trying to be the best possible kicker I can. What do you think really separates you from other kickers that you're competing with in this class? There's a, a lot of good players right now that are kickers in the 2020 class what do you think that you know in talking to if in the event that when you start talking to scouts and uh talent evaluators what's the one thing that you would say to them really separates you from the other guys i say everything in my head um <laughs> i'm if you meet me if you see me kick uh, when i step on the field i just kind of change and uh i don't talk to anybody when i'm kicking um i don't let anybody else kick I just focus on myself, and I really black out when I kick. Um, I think that mental aspect is something puts me above everybody else. Every time I have a big kick, it's just it's 
routine, I just black out and my form is the second thing that I'd say. Uh, really gives me an advantage of other guys. It's just super smooth and controlled. Um, that's about it, really. <laughs> I'd say those two things, just form and the mental aspect. Yeah, and I think that mental side of things is something that not a lot of people really realize how important that is because some of the best kickers that make it to the NFL don't last very long because they don't have that mental aspect of their game. But Aiden, thank you so much for taking the the time to talk with us. Good luck with the the rest of your pre-draft process. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Well, Joe, those were excellent interviews, and I'm very excited to recap them. But first... I do have some breaking news. This is a public service announcement to all of our FCS listeners. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are the first to confirm the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. The Manscaping trimmer is now available for purchase for all. We all hate how long it takes and how delicate you have to be when trimming yourself. And when I tell you this 3.0 is premium, I mean it. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. Also, they have upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. That is a Better motor than Joe's BMW. And let's not forget about the charging stand. This intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, you were one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product. I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Don't do the straight razors. Don't go uh, to your girlfriend's razors. Get one of these 3.0 trimmers. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code believe at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code believe spelled B-L-E-A-V. So you're telling me the first breaking news we've had on this show is for a ball trimmer. <laughs> GD right, Joe. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I didn't I was just, cut you off. <laughs> one of the things that, that interested me about the conversation with O'Neill was I'm never, I've lived with specialists every year in college. You've lived with one specialist. Perry Schrader. I don't count Perry Schrader. Perry Schrader was not a specialist. (laughs) He was a linebacker who was not playing. So they told him just a long snap. He, he did not embody the, the life of a long snapper. That would be Jordan Coaster. What what is Jordan Coaster? Uh, d- okay, so the the, the butt of the joke is that the long snappers example are, okay, all of right. a long snapper. Okay, but one thing that really intrigued me, <laughs> just get to your goat. One thing that intrigued me about what uh, Aiden was saying was just about how he was training in Buffalo with all specialists, and it's different from how you're doing it, right, Joe? How you are at a different training facility and you are just intermingled with um, players of different uh, positions, even though I'm sure you have your own different set of specialist centered workouts. Can you no, go into I'm, depth I'm, of how that works? I'm uh, my short, goofy, unathletic uh, physique is, is working out with it. I'm the only specialist there. I'm the only long snapper. There's no one else. I'm, 
I'm competing with the in the in the skill group too, which is even worse because I'm obviously the slowest one out of everyone. Um, yeah, but right now I'm training a test. Uh, Kyle Murphy is training there right now. Brandon Gennetti, uh, former defensive lineman from URI, is training there right now, and he's making a switch to to fullback. Uh, Malik Wilder, former cornerback from URI, is also training there. But then there's bigger name guys like Eli Menser from Albany. Bill Murray from William & Mary. There's a ton of huge CAA guys. And it is kind of odd, I will admit, being the only specialist because I'm obviously significantly less athletic and not as strong, so I can't really do as many things as explosively as, as these other guys. But I, for Aiden, it's a, you know it must be amazing just being in a in a huge group of all the same guys, and you can all sit there and correct each other, give each other pointers, and then also compete with one another. I don't I don't really have that going for me right now. Yeah, you're kind of the the black sheep in the group there. Pretty much. It, how? So you think that Aiden's training situation with all specialists is really advantageous? And then one thing. Um, working last night, I got to cut um, Rodrigo Blankenship, some audio from him at the Senior Bowl. Interesting. And with what he was saying, um, it would, the, the cut that I got from him, the cut of audio for those um, that didn't pick up on the jargon, he was talking about how as a kicker he understands the difficulties it is with the limited amount of job openings at the uh, next level. And that accounts to his ability to deal with pressure on the field. It accounts for, I mean, it seems like kickers have to be very self-aware with their situation. And he said, uh, Blankenship said that it's been the same way when he was um, getting recruited for college that it has been with the NFL where it's still very, very selective. And I, Go ahead, Joe. No, I was going to say, it must have been a slow night if you're cutting kicker audio from the senior well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, to, I had to cut a whole bunch of the senior day guys, and I guess the um, the reporter was just able to cat, catch uh, Blankenship. I also had to cut Dabo Swinney, who the reporters will not lay off of him when it comes to the, to the national championship game. Oh, I bet. All yeah. he's done is been graceful. He's given the nod to LSU a thousand times. That's all he does is say that they were the better team and he's been a complete pro and the media just keeps on trying to crack him. And I don't have a huge investment in F FBS. I don't, but I really appreciate Dabo Swinney and how he is just a pro and he never lets anything seemingly get to him. But you just, I was just sitting there so infuriated that these jack leg reporters were trying to <laughs> to to get him get him to to go uh off color and it just uh, it, it was a lot last night at uh, college football but where was i wait why blank and throw me off blank and oh, shit blank but and it, it is interesting that you you brought up and i think if you ask any kicker they're gonna tell you the same exact thing that Aiden told you or that told me and what you heard rodrigo Blankenship from georgia saying is that I would say the top end of all specialist prospects are have about the same amount of talent. There's not one guy that is variably way more talented in the league than the other. But the thing that keeps the most consistent guys like Justin Tucker at the top is the fact that they can stay in 
in in their own mental realm and not allow pressure to really get to them. What what causes guys like Cody Parkey to fall out of the league is because and Cody Parkey was very very good early on in his career. He just completely fell off. And what causes that fall off is that once you make that mistake, it's how you react. It's how you recover and you can just go back out there and act like nothing happened. If you, if if stuff's looming in your head, you're just going to go out there and make another mistake. And you know, I've been subject to it too in my college career. It's something that I know that I need to work on, but I think the one thing that separates the the NFL guys from the college guys is that ability to step right back up and and back in and and recover acting like nothing had happened. Yeah, it's like the um the old uh, Jimmy Johnson story where one of his kickers I guess he missed two field goals in a night. And then his kicker said, yeah, coach, I just lost my confidence. And then the next day, uh, the kicker had the pink slip because it's so valued in the NFL to be able to deal with pressure and to have confidence at all times. So, I mean, kickers get a bad end of the – they get a bad rap. And maybe it's some uh, jerk offensive lineman that pushed that kind of narrative. But (laughs) – but I mean the pressure that amounts and you just have to tip your nod to the, to the really good ones. And, you know, I joke about Aiden O'Neill being a enemy or something like that, but no, I, I, at the end of the day, I can truly tip my hat to him and just appreciate how good he is at kicking. Yeah. And the other thing you pointed out there about the whole pink slip thing is that teams are willing to cut guys if they're, they're starting to become inconsistent because they know they can sign someone else. That's probably just as good. They can step in and perform. So mental aspect really is the, is the biggest key there in in separating the best possible guys, guys, but make sure to watch out and follow along what Aiden does. And also some of the other names that Adam brought up when we were talking with him, a lot of really talented players that he's working with right now in training along with Aiden, in the pre-draft process, one of them, Justin Rowasher, who was a former kicker at URI and then ended up at Marshall. That's going to be it from us, though, folks. Thank you for tuning in. As always, be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us, and you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more. Be sure to follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon and at Anderson underscore audio. Is that what it is? No, just Sean Anderson 65. You changed it back? Yeah, I'm going to write Twitter a strongly worded letter about getting some type of – because it's it's like Anderson Radio is is like these Mexican dudes or Hispanic gentlemen that haven't tweeted since 2013. <laughs> it's just – Anderson Audio, Anderson Radio, Anderson underscore radio – I like it's how, all, wait, Sean I, Anderson. I like how you phrased that though. You You went from – <laughs> you went from Mexican dudes to Hispanic gentlemen. <laughs> well, I don't like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I know, prefer I know, to, I know. to to judge. Uh, so no, you're uh, not. Hispanic, but it, it's someone. It's a Spanish speaking account that has not tweeted. Is is essentially what you're getting. Yes, at. older speak old. Older Hispanic gentlemen have claimed Anderson Radio, Anderson <laughs> underscore radio away from me, and they have ten tweets, and they just keep. <laughs> it's. I think the reoccurring <laughs> motif that has lasted since the very beginning of this show and i'm waiting to no one ever listens this far into the show but if anyone does i i i'm curious to you know see if anyone could pick up when we first started talking about this but i feel like we keep talking about how the fact that you want a certain handle and it's just not available everything that i every handle that i've ever thought of that could be a a hand like, like now i'm trying to go into a handle that would reflect my career in radio 
and everything is taken. And Anderson underscore, yeah, yeah. When I'm a guest on a show, I want the the host to be saying, "You could follow Sean Anderson at Anderson underscore audio underscore." People don't make it in the business, Joe. <laughs> they just don't. <laughs> How am I supposed to make it with an underscore? Hey, man, so you, just... you got to be quick like I was. As soon as I realized just straight Joe DeLeon was available, I freaking jumped on that thing. I needed to make sure I had it. I wasn't messing around. But, you know, you, you got this this common-ass name, so it's everyone's everyone and their mother has an account that's Sean something Anderson. <laughs> have you tried Have you tried Sean K. Anderson? Maybe you could do that. Have you tried no, that? I, I almost did sanderson radio or sanderson audio i think sanderson radio was taken also and do, i don't i don't want to go back to sanderson do, i don't i'm do, sean anderson do mr anderson no okay all right thank how you. About you go how about you go <laughs> slip down the stairs how about okay. that mr all right. anderson. you know how much i'm confronted about that <laughs> all right thank you for tuning in Though, folks, we will have some exciting content coming for you next week, but we will likely be starting our preview discussions, uh, not more so breakdown during the offseason, where we'll, we will be discussing various teams and how they will be projecting going forward, probably kicking things off right off the bat with North Dakota State. Do you... You don't want to um, note one of our uh, upcoming guests? Um, why don't we leave it as a surprise? Okay, we'll leave it as a surprise. We will leave it. At, but it, it is, the I would say, the biggest guest that we ha- we've, we've had and that we will have for uh, an extended period of time. That's the big sell, folks. Next week, get ready. I'm, we're just telling you right now, it's going to be a doozy next week. Twenty twenty, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than one hundred of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.